You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Gastroenteritis Blues. I am Dan Valpone. I'm here with just Emily Cannell today. Steve is who knows where. Uh, Emily, I do have a question for you as if I were Steve. And my question is, how many clones of yourself would it take to win a fight against three Georgian basketball players? Interesting. Um, I would say... Nine. I think three of me to one Georgian basketball player. Mm. I think I would need more of me. I, uh, I I think I might need like 15 of me, to be honest. I five per five per Georgian. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's Eastern Europe, right? That's like that's like Jokic brother size. Or that's that's what I'm imagining here. So, uh, yeah, but. For, we only needed one. Only furcon. one Furcon. Only one Furcon <laughs> was needed. Um, hopefully Furcon is is doing okay. He he tweeted, so we know he's at least all right. Um, crazy thing, uh, if you didn't see it, apparently uh, Furcon was attacked by Georgian police and three Georgian national team players after he was ejected from the Turkey Georgia game, and I guess that was Eurobasket, right? So um, yeah, yeah. So. Kind of a scary thing. Furkan was fired up. I've never seen him that angry before when he got ejected from that game. Um, he was like pointing back to the locker room, like the uh, Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry, uh, where Kyle Lowry said Ben Simmons didn't show up to meet him uh, after the game. Uh, but yeah, it was, that was crazy. So um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that before we talk about uh, the, the real stuff, which is, you know, the TV shows we're watching? <laughs> Yeah, so they got, it looked like they got into like a pretty heated like fight on the court. And then it seems that it got like really out of hand after Furkan and the Georgian, whoever it was, got thrown out of the game. And the Turkish Federation of Basketball, um, like their vice president is like calling for the footage and that if FIBA doesn't give it to them, that they're going to yeah. leave the Eurobasket. Um, he said that they, so he said that I have like the quote from someone has a quote. So I don't know if it's like properly translated from Turkish. So if I say anything wrong, that's this quote's fault. Um, but he was walking in the hallway with the trainer and Georgia's players who were not in the active roster attacked him with the ejected player and the police. And then at the end of the match, 30 policemen each pushed us into a fight. And then they were saying that, they were calling on FIBA to give them the footage so that they could be like 
everyone could see that they're telling the truth. So yeah, crazy. that's truly crazy. Yeah. Um, good for Furcon for standing his ground. I love that for him. Um, and I'm glad he's okay. He tweeted the Turkish flag out tonight. So yeah, he's proud to be Turkish. I guess so. Well, there was uh, really only one thing that happened the entire week besides this, which was, of course, Donovan Mitchell is now a Cleveland Cavalier. Uh, it was, I think, 2025-27 and 29 first-round unprotected pick, two first-round swaps, and uh, Lowry Markinen, uh, um, Oja, oh, 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 what's his name? Um, their first round pick this year. Um, and, um, and of course the, uh, Colin Sexton sign in trade. Um, uh, so that was four years and 72 million for Sexton to now be in Utah and the jazz have a bunch of picks now. Um, and, uh, I mean, what do you think? Like, I guess your general thoughts here, but the Cavs are like very interesting now. Um, I think they're pretty well suited to cover for Mitchell's defensive weaknesses. Um, obviously, the Jazz had Rudy Gobert in the past, but between Allen and Mobley, that could be like a, a pretty well-rounded defensive team. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think anyone really saw this coming. It was, it was all of a sudden, there was all this talk of the Knicks. The Knicks didn't get him. Uh, what are your thoughts on the trade? I think it's good for the Jazz. I mean, they're clearly rebuilding. Um, so they're getting all of these picks to really start that process or keep that process going in the next few years. Um, I'm pretty sure I've said it on here before. I don't really think that Donovan Mitchell's that good. <laughs> so I just am like, okay, you can give all this stuff away for him, but I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's that impressive. Um, but good for the Cavs if they think it's the right move. So I want to just say real quick. So it was Ochai Abaji is their first round pick this year. Um, couldn't remember his name because I don't really watch college basketball and I haven't seen him play before. Uh, so sorry to Ochai, but he was also in the trade. Um, I like it for the Cavs. I think that is the price for a 25-year-old all-star who hasn't sat the entire season out. Um, and, you know, yeah, the Jazz have definitely looked ugly at times in the playoffs, but there's been times Mitchell has looked really, really good and not just against bad competition. Like the West was deep for a while and Mitchell early in his career, like it, it, it wasn't like, you know, how we've seen the Sixers beat up on weak opponents and really struggle against better teams in the second round. Like he's had some good series against some good teams. He's a really, really good scorer. And, you know, of course, it, you know, we would make fun of him because, you know, we wanted Ben to win uh, rookie of the year and, you know, we wanted, you know, jazz fans to shut up because they're so annoying. Um, and plus he said some loser things when we beat them uh, as, you know, in his opinion, they won that game. And, you know, all of that is fine. But in, in reality, he's a very good player. I think, you know, having him next to, uh, you know, to, to Darius Garland now, um, they have two really good front court players and two really good backcourt players, uh, obviously with, with, um, with in the front court, Allen and uh, Mobley, and in, in the back court, um, you know Mitchell and and Garland. So um, it's a good team. I don't see it as a team that's coming out of the East right now, but they're really young. Like like the oldest member of their core is twenty five, and 
they have uh what three all-stars already um now i don't think alan's gonna be you know like consistently an all-star um but like mobley very well could be in the near future um and i think you know you'd expect garland and mitchell to at least be you know nearly all-stars every year if not you know perennial perennial all-stars depending on you know the steps they take forward so um i think it's going to be really interesting i think uh i think he's a big pickup for them and uh i could definitely see them being a team that if everything goes their way has home court in the first round of the playoffs um like i could see them you know realistically probably like a six seed but i could i could see them if they have a good year going for that four seed now i don't think that they're i don't I'm not sure they'll be a favorite to win a playoff round this year, but the East is deep. Um, and that made the East a lot deeper. Like that is, I, in my opinion, that is a, a really good pickup. Um, so we don't have a ton of other things in basketball this week. So um, I know we were talking, uh, we always do our little bachelor update, bachelorette update. Uh, it was mental all this past week. Um it was but so there was, and terrible. But there was one hometown, uh, right? And that was, was that even? Even, yes. And that went, like, very well. Um, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that if you want. But more importantly, why you felt mental health was boring and terrible. I don't disagree. I thought even the bloopers were more boring than usual. But, um, like... As the, as the, you know, I, I, you know, Steve and I, we watch the Bachelor franchise and we enjoy it, but like, you're the resident expert on the Bachelor franchise. And I want to know like what you think has gone wrong, because I've heard a lot of people say like, I missed a few weeks this season. And so I've kind of chalked it up to like, I'm less invested than usual. I was kind of busy when I started school and I missed a few weeks. And so like, I don't even know everyone's names who's left, whereas usually I would, um, so for me, I, like, I feel like I can't really judge it, but I've heard a lot of people say that they have not liked the season, that they thought it was really boring. Um, whereas early on, I kind of enjoyed the drama of like there being two bachelorettes, but like everything has kind of seemed like not that dramatic. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, the mental all was boring because a lot of the like quote unquote dramatic people, like the guys that said like the shitty stuff to Gabby or Rachel, like they weren't even there to like, either like poorly defend themselves or like attempt to defend themselves. So that was bad. Um, they did a lot of like ads and that no one cares about like the product placement. There was just like oh, no drama this season to, to even like unhash. Like we called Logan up to talk about his like switching but not about like the weird fact that he got COVID but no one else needed to get tested. And then he just like left. Like that was super bizarre. Um, like I, I would have liked some updates on that. I guess it's a production thing, so they wouldn't bring it up, but like, it was so freaking weird. Um, I think the season is, I like both Gabby and Rachel, but I think the season is lacking because we haven't spent enough time with any of the guys. So yeah. when you see them with other people, like really only like Gabby and Nate, you ever really saw their relationship because he was like the first one-on-one. -on -one, so then you saw it from there ever since then anyone that's like gone on a date they're like trying to cram like six dates into one episode so each one is like eight minutes long and you don't get to know anything about the guys so then at the end when they're like picking you're like I've never even seen you like talk about anything serious or like have a conversation like 
And so mm -hmm. you can't kind of root for anybody. It's just like, I don't see this. This doesn't make any sense to me. It was a little bit better at hometowns. You kind of got to see people's connections. Like I thought you saw Gabby and Eric's a little bit, but like, you know, I also, what? Tino. Oh, That's Tino. Yeah. Great hometown. And his parents. Yeah. Um, but I also think that not Rachel so much, but Gabby has made like kind of odd decisions. Like the whole Johnny, like I don't get Johnny and Gabby at all. Like he's like 25 and a surfer and I've never, they've never, I don't even think they've had a one-on-one -on -one date. Like, it's just like, why? I don't get it. Um, so Do you think, I think we're that's missing something because of the production decisions you've talked about? Like maybe she does have something that we just haven't seen or like what's going on? It's possible. But yeah, and they just like don't have time to show things. It's just very bizarre. I don't really think they'll do it again. I'm looking forward. So pa Paradise starts right after this, mm -hmm. which I always love. So I'm looking forward to that. They did show a trailer of that and it looks delightful. Um, and then I hopefully we get a break before the bachelor, but I'm hoping we're back to like one bachelor and it's normal again. Like I like both these girls and I'm glad they both got a shot, but I don't, it could have been like when they did Michelle and Tasha or Michelle and I forget, I don't know. Like they did two bachelorette seasons in it a row was, instead of yes, Michelle and Katie. Yeah. Michelle and Katie. That's right. So they did. A, yeah. Like they could have just done that instead of this like two for one. I do like the like camaraderie of like having a friend there to like talk to when people are shitty to you or you don't know what to do. I think that's a cool, but like element, but they could do that with their actual friends from home. Like they could let them have a FaceTime with their girlfriends to talk about it, or even like bring in a girl that was, you know, on the season, if they want to keep the continuity of like bringing people in that people know, like bring in one of their friends from the show when they were on the bachelor something like that like they can keep that that's fine um but i don't like the two lead perspectives i will say so i haven't watched in a couple seasons before this because i was like i just had gotten away from it when i was in my first year of, of school at temple um and the last i had watched was like Tasha and the other person the other girl were hosting what was her name um caitlin yeah, and I did not really enjoy their hosting because I felt like they were too involved and like influential in like decisions that the bachelorette was making. Like I didn't like one of the things that I enjoyed about that uh, enjoyed about how Chris handled things when he was host was that he like they could be like, oh, someone just said something so shitty and he'd be like, oh, how does that make you feel? Instead of like, oh, that sucks. Like you should get rid of him because like, I want to hear the person's thought process, like the bachelorette or the bachelor's thought process. And I think Jesse does a bit more of that. Um, so I've enjoyed him as host. I think he's been more, you know, hands off, not giving advice, things like that, at least on camera, which I, I like better. Um, yeah. So I've enjoyed Jesse too. Yeah. So going into the last week, we have a double episode, I think Monday and Tuesday. Um, do you have any uh, final predictions? And if you know the spoilers, then no predictions from you. But I don't think you know. I, I don't, actually. Um, yeah, I like. 
So I, if it, if I were Gabby, I would pick Jason. I like Jason. I think they're like an opposite to track. Like he seems like very normal. He's age appropriate. Um, I just think he has like a normal job. I think he just seems like a good, good guy. And I think Rachel should pick Zach because they're both kind of boring and like planes. I don't know. But Tino's family is too toxic. I don't think that's like a good match. I just, Agreed, they yeah. don't really seem to like her and that would be very awkward. But I, it looks like there might be some drama with like fantasy suites and things. So hopefully we get like a little bit of a dramatic ending. Yeah. Um, but it looks, I think there's like four more episodes, which is insane. Wait, four more episodes? There's like, than, like... There, yeah, there's like these two and then another Tuesday and then another Tuesday because it's moving to Tuesdays because of Monday Night Football. Wait, this is so, not the last week? No. I thought it was the last week. No. Oh, so man. that's like, unless that second, unless it's these two, like the fifth and sixth, and then the 13th is the finale, and then like the 20th is like after the final rose, but they always do that on the night of the they finale. They can't do so. after the final rose a week later, no one will watch. Yeah, so I think it's, there's still four more episodes, which is crazy. That is crazy. Um, I don't know how it'll be, unless like for like this week, I wonder if they do what um, Gabby's Fantasy Suites one episode, Rachel's Fantasy Suites the other, which would be fine. Mm-hmm. That would be normal. Mm-hmm. But then the next week would be the finale. So I don't know why there's two weeks of that. I'm confused right. by it. I guess we will but. see. Hey everyone, Drew here. They're going to talk about a new game show that just came out this summer, and then they're going to do the Sixers Sporkle. There's a reward for listening to this whole podcast, so make sure you do it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the other thing TV-wise I want to talk about, now everyone has already turned this off, so it doesn't matter. Um, I want to talk to you about, we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Uh, I want to talk about Claim to Fame. Uh, We've texted about this. Um, It's the first season of the show, I believe. Um, New show on ABC. It's on right after The Bachelor. Uh, hosted by whichever two Jonas brothers are like least relevant. I don't know. Um, and Kevin basically, and Frankie. Frankie's Kevin not and... in the Jonas brothers. He's, he's just, a like, Jonas brother. brother. He's but, like the claim. His claim to fame is, you know, he's right. Jonas but so the 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 point of the show basically is, um, I guess it's like slightly Big Brother ish, except you know they all have some famous relative, and once a week someone guesses who someone's relative is. And if they guess right, the person they guessed goes home. And if they guess wrong, they go home. 
and mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed the premise of the show. I only watched it because I was too lazy to get up or turn the TV off after the first episode of The Bachelorette uh, ended. Um, and I've actually found it like to be a super enjoyable show. And I know you've been watching too. So what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think I was always going to watch it because it was hosted by Jonas Brother. But I think it's actually a quality show. And from what I've heard, like the reviews are very positive on it. And they had at the end of last episode, like a casting thing that was like, are you related to anyone famous? So it seems like they're going to go for a season two, which I'm very excited about. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like there are challenges every week and people, you get clues to try and figure out who people are some of them are really really hard I think I have everyone figured out at this point but then it's very funny because (laughs) I didn't google it I tried to figure them out but then I would like google the clues yeah but some of them are funny because some of well one was really obvious so spoiler alert if anyone wants to watch Simone Biles' sister is on it but it's not even a spoiler alert because if you look at her face they look exactly the same so (laughs) it was very funny everyone it wasn't a good show for her no she was just like I wonder what she thought like going on if everyone would look exactly like their celebrity relatives but some of them are like the cousin or like grandchild so they look so different and she just looks exactly like her sister also she was she was adorable by the way Simone's sister very enjoyable on the show yeah it's a very good show um I'm looking forward to season two I wonder if they'll get more deep cut celebrities or if they'll be like more obvious um more deep cut ones would be fun because it would make it harder I think some of them were once you like found out the clues some of them are easy but it's yeah it's a very fun show it's like a surprise summer hit you know they just throw random some stuff on tv in the summer yeah um and see what sticks and I think this stuck I think it's really a good show yeah agreed I I like it a lot and um I'm glad to hear that you know other people are liking and there could be a season two so if you haven't seen it i'd recommend checking it out if you're listening uh because it's a good one uh it's uh it's a uh, it's been an enjoyable show and i'm excited to see how the season ends i'm excited to see uh who wins although i think uh right now it's looking like uh logan right is his name yeah logan season. or lc i think logan seems to be the favorite or lc right those two seem to be the favorite so uh, and i'm interested to see how they do the finale like how will they determine a winner will it just be like a final two and they guess until someone gets it right like i don't how it's gonna work i yeah i think it's if i had to guess i would think that there's like a final two and there's some mind games played to be like am i more confident that i know them or that they know me and you try to win a competition situation right so that would be fun yeah we'll see how that turns out but yeah, so that's uh, that's claim to fame, and I was thinking I'm gonna share my screen with you here. We could finish with a uh, some kind of sixer sporkle. Uh, if you don't know, sporkle is a game where you have to, uh, you know, basically like complete a list of something, um, and you have to to uh, I guess you know try to get everything in a list, and if you, you get it right, it'll pop up and like it'll show that you got this part of the list. So I was thinking we could do. The top 10 scores for the Sixers of the 2010s. I'm sorry. The... Oh, you have to pick per season. Interesting. Oh, so, oh, I see. So it was by season. Okay, so it's not the top 10 scores. It's the top score by season. All right, so let's do it. Um, I'm going to be bad at this. 
I think Iguodala would it would have to be Iguodala, right? Um, okay. At some point. All right. Great. Um, so that's 2009-2010. Was it not him? Do I have to type him every time? Like, let me see if I type him again. No, I think you he would come up if he was multiple times. I think. So we know we have Embiid, right? right. Yeah. So there we go. So we have multiple Embiid's: 2017, Perfect. 2018, 2018, 2019. So we're missing everyone from 2010, 2011 to 2016, 2017. <laughs> what do you think? Do we think Michael Carter Williams? Yeah. Let's try that out. Michael Carter Williams. Nope. Unless I no, spell wow. No, I think that's right. All right. So Michael Carter Williams was not the leading scorer that year. That's interesting. Uh, do we have Lou, Lou Williams? Lewis. <laughs> hey, okay. it worked. They got it. They picked it up. Uh, all right. So we have Lou Williams, 2011, 2012. Who do you think is that a 2010, 2011 season? I don't know. Who was even here? Is that, that wasn't an <laughs> it was on the was it? We need Steve for this. Yeah. We're Steve bad. Is... We're bad. People are going to roast us. We only have 38 more seconds. Oh, there's a time limit? Come on. Hang on. Now. We're yeah. turning the timer off. Get out of here. What? You no, can't. You can't. Well, that's no. Terrible. We're just gonna fail. All right, give me someone else. Who who is in those process years? Do you have Tony wrote it all, maybe? Nope. Uh, no. No. Mm. I don't know. Thaddeus Young. Okay. There you go. Thad Young. Thaddeus Young. I need more time here. 2014, 15. It was like 16, 17. Who? Yeah. Well, that was. Uh, that might have been no. Because Ben's first year MB no. played the whole year. Who was scoring when? Embiid and Ben were both out. Oh, Dario. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Actually, this is kind of shocking. All right, 2010, We should have gotten 12 and 13. We should have gotten that one. Yeah, we should have gotten Drew Holiday, 2012, 2013. 2010, 2011 was Elton Brand. 2014, 15, Robert Covington. 2015, 16, Jaleel Okafor. And 2016, 17, Dario Sarge. All right, so we did a horrible job. So let's see if we can find we did a, a horrible job. But we did better we than find. average. Yeah, we got five and most of the average was 47%. So, yeah. All right. Uh, was he a 76er? This looks interesting. I think we could do well on this. Okay. All right. Jason Capone. You just have was. to pick. Wait, you pick who was? Pick the players, both past and present, who played for the 76ers for at least one regular season game. Capono okay. was. Yeah. I don't know who Rudy Kamianovic yes. is, to be honest. Stop shaves. Yeah. Bob Lanier, I don't think so. Tony Kukoc, yes. Raja Bell, yes. Percy Hawkins, yes. I don't think Michael Finley. Will Chamberlain, yes. I don't think Detlef yeah. Shrimp. Charles Barkley, never heard of Jack Twain. Yeah. Hal Greer, not Udonis Haslam. Alan Iverson. Does Sam Cassell count? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Bruce Bowen, Chris Weber. Anton Jameson. Alvin Robertson. Jeff Hornacek. Chris Wilcox, I don't think. No, I was thinking, you know, remember uh, Chris Johnson, who started the first game of the regular season that one year? Yes. Francisco Garcia, I don't think so. Dan Roundfield, Artis Gilmore, Moses Malone, Earl Monroe, Dominique Wilkins, Tim Hardaway, and Antonio Daniels, I don't think. I don't know. Mike Bibby, Jack Sigma, Glenn Robinson, Marie Spates, Dekebe Mutombo. I don't think Steve Kerr was. Adrian Danley, I don't think so. Jerry Stackhouse was. Kevin Ali, Alton Brand. We're missing four. Okay. All right. Look at my screen because that's all I got. Okay. I'm going to guess. 
I have no idea. Was Tim Hardaway a sixer? I don't think. I don't think. Or Glenn Robinson? I don't think Glenn Robinson Jr. was. Yeah. Do you uh, think that's what they think? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But we can try it. Oh, maybe oh. Glenn Robinson was as well. All right. So Glenn, we got Glenn Robinson. Look how much time they give us for this one. Yeah. What is this? All right. You have any? All right. Emily, say three random names here. All right. Garcia. Where's that? Right there. Right Next where? to Chris Wilcox. Over above Tim Hardaway. I see. Ah. Nope. Oh, I got it wrong. Okay. Um, Alvin Robertson. There's got to be someone in this row. Jameson? Sure. No. Who was it? Who did we miss? Bruce Bowen? Jeff Hornacek, Bruce Bowen, and Antonio Daniels for who we missed. So there was someone in the row. There was. All right, should we do one more before we call it? <laughs> NBA leaders. Jimmy Butler stuff from What's that one? Monthly leaders for 2010, for 2020-21. So two seasons ago. They're monthly leaders. All right. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Embiid. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is probably a lot, a lot of monthly of leaders. All right. He was the points leader almost every month. Uh, ben Simmons. Got to be mm-hmm. in there. Uh, was never oh, points great. leader. Who led the team points in March when Embiid was out? That must have been Tobias. Yep. Yes. All right. So who led them in rebounds the month Joel didn't also? So this was Dwight Howard's year. Yeah. So he led them in rebounds the other months. There we go. Matisse has to lead them in steals. Yep. That's a good thought. And you're right. All right. And I would guess Danny Green would lead them in three-pointers. Or or Seth. So Danny Green, all the months, but I bet this is Seth the last month. Oh, no. So we're missing one. We're missing one three-pointers. So who led them in threes in April? And was it Furkan Korkmaz? It was. Yes, it was. Wow. We did great. Easy. All right. So we ended that on a high note. Yeah, very good. We were we were mediocre at that game, but uh, you know that's what you get for an off season, a deep off season podcast. Uh, how many days do we have until the regular season? When's our first game? Mm, I think it's like fifty one or something like that. Okay, so see, all right, October eighteenth is the first game when they play the Celtics. Uh, how many days until? October 18th. 44 days. Actually, that's super exciting. That's like sooner than it feels. Like basketball's around the corner. It doesn't really feel that way. Um, By the time the Bachelorette is over, it's going to be like next week. It's going to feel like. Yeah. Eagles start a week from today, Sunday right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Very exciting. Philly suck. Um, That's your. Watch that today. That's your. that's your recap on sports here. I'm very excited for Eagle season. Um, Sixers with an awesome first couple games to the season. Uh, should be a lot, a lot of fun. And sooner uh, sooner than I think any of us are ready for. But uh, I can't wait. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be sad about the Sixers again. Like, I'm, I'm ready. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the podcast. Uh, if you listen if you're to still listening, thing, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, like thanks. You you can really tolerate a lot. Uh, if you're, you're a real thing. one. 
Yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, everyone, uh, enjoy your week, and we'll check back in uh, probably before the Eagles game next week. Uh, and uh, you know, I hope hope everyone who made it this far. I hope I hope everyone who listened at all to this podcast has a has a great week. But especially if you're still listening at this point, like. I I really hope you have a lovely week. And actually, if you're st- if you're still listening at this point and you made it to hearing me say this right now, like tweet at us and let us know you made it through this whole podcast because I'd like to know who did. Uh, because yeah. you, you deserve a big hug. Um, we should like get stickers made and we'll send you a sticker or something. I don't yeah, know. that sounds like a lot of work, but uh, I know, but we really should get stickers. I love stickers. stickers. I'll send you a thumbs up. Uh, Emily might send you a sticker. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'm gonna work but, on it. All right. Love you guys uh, to everyone listening, but also to Emily, of course, uh, who knows where, who knows where Steve is. We'll never know. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week and uh, be safe and be great. See ya.